Hello everyone, and today in today's episode, I'm joined with Anna, and Anna has Crohn's disease, and today we're going to be hearing her journey. So, so thank you, Anna, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited yeah. to be here. Yeah, um, um, because I think we've talked for, for a while now, haven't we, Anna? Yeah, yeah. I, we met on Instagram a little while ago, and it's been yeah. really awesome getting to know you. So many amazing people I've met on Instagram, so it's been a really yeah. big blessing. Yeah, I think Instagram does really help, like with the IBD community as well. Oh yeah, yeah, makes a huge difference. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, so Anna, just a uh, like, if you just like say, say a little bit about yourself to start off with. Yeah. So my name is Anna. I live in Maryland. I actually just graduated from school in York, Pennsylvania. Um, so I turned 22 in June, which is feels like years ago <laughs> by now. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I'm 22 years old. I um, I just graduated with a degree in music. So I've been a singer my entire life. And I've always been involved in singing and making music. I was involved in theater at a very young age. And then I started doing worship church at the end of high school. And I knew that was what I always wanted to do when I started writing my own songs and I play a few instruments as well. Um, so I've always been into singing. Um, yeah, I've also taught a little bit as well. I've been teaching oh. for actually like two years now. I've worked with kids and I absolutely love working with kids. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. I just so I was diagnosed with Crohn's in June, 2019. So right after my 21st birthday, um, happy 21st birthday. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and I was actually sick for almost an entire year before that. I've mm-hmm. always struggled with like having weird stomach issues. I always had a very sensitive stomach growing up, but it was in summer of 2018 where I started getting really sick. And then I finally was diagnosed in 2019. So, yeah. So like, um, like it seems like you're, you keep busy like with your music, like, um, uh, like, as you just said, like you like to teach people now. So I think that, that, yeah. that's, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I love to stay busy, but I think at the same time, having IBD has been such a blessing in like teaching me how to rest too, because I would work myself so crazy, especially during those first few years of college, I would just yeah. go insane and I would work myself so much. So it's, it's, it's a blessing and a curse because I can't be as like active as I used to be now. Um, but I still can be, and I still have, I do have good days, and I, I never, ever take those good days for granted now. Um, yeah, so. yeah, I think, I think we have to, like, kind of, um, like, enjoy our good days, because uh, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, do we? Yeah, I know, sometimes I feel like I don't even know what's going to happen in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay, it can be, it can be, like, as fast as that, 10 minutes, and then, whoop, um, you're in pain, and, and it's not nice. No, yeah, it's not not a good time. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, because lot lot because you've just been diagnosed like a year now, um, Anna. Um, it, it, because um, it, it seems like quite fast that you've the like um decided like um talk about your Crohn's as well. Um, yeah, it hasn't been an easy. It it's it's hard. I'm still like I feel like with my friends and family like that don't have it. I I still feel like I'm so awkward with talking about it, and so just like. Yeah, I made that account, my the My Voice, My Journey account. I made that 
around the time I was actually getting tested for Crohn's. Like, I think I was okay. waiting for my colonoscopy biopsies when I made the account. And I was just like, you know, I'm just going to like make an account and like, just kind of, this will be like my little blog and my safe space to um, just rant. <laughs> Maybe yeah. along the way. But yeah. now I, it's been really cool. Cause now I feel like it's, it's still that of course, where I like, you know, I'll, talk about my struggles and I meet people but I also just really want to use that account to help people and you know you know those whether you're newly diagnosed or have had a disease for years and no matter what disease it is I really just want to like help spread awareness about chronic illness so yeah yeah I think I think that I think that's a, a really good idea and it's fantastic what you're doing because I feel like um like like um it's getting more known now like IBD um like for throughout the years really it can be really lonely and isolating, especially in this weird year that we're having as yeah. so it's just been so cool to have me yeah i think this year has been quite mad hasn't it yeah i definitely i don't think anyone was really expecting um this year to happen the way it did it's definitely been yeah I don't even know how to describe it sometimes <laughs> yeah it's uh like who would have expected it like a pandemic in our lifetimes <laughs> it's just um, yeah yeah but mm-hmm. um has that affected you like in and like um and like like your mental health Anna um like the pandemic the pandemic yeah. yeah, it it really has. So it's happened in March. You know, I was finishing my last semester and we first were only sent home for two weeks. And uh, like I actually we actually got sent home the day that I had my big senior voice recital. So I like I almost didn't get to have it, which would have been awful because that was that's like my final thing. Like, you know, mm. other majors have like their final clinicals or their final internships. And, and this was my final performance and I'm just so thankful I got to have it and I had like a good audience there and it was it was awesome so I was just my last day at college in person was just ended on a huge high it was the best way I could have ended it but I think when we got sent home we were only sent home for two weeks first and then obviously we all were on a stay-at-home order and um the president sent a message out to everyone saying, you know, you guys are not coming back. Um, and we actually still have like our stuff there. So eventually once the stay at home orders were lifted, we um, were able to go back and like get our stuff. Cause I wasn't going to have my stuff there. Cause we thought we were only going for two weeks, but so ending my senior year like that was hard. It definitely was hard. And then coming out into like the real world when the music world is like, basically I don't want to say like non-existent but you know people can't perform people can't travel there's no theater no live shows no touring none of that right now and um the camp that I usually taught at was canceled and it was just really hard coming into that and I was also doing really well in terms of my Crohn's from like January to I would say around April like April, things kind of started taking a turn for the worse. And then in June, I found out my disease progressed and I was spending most of the summer kind of still 
hiding away <laughs> from people because I also suffer. I've had asthma my entire life and my mom okay. has asthma. My dad has some other health issues um, as well. And so we've been very careful with the pandemic. So I felt like I was spending my entire summer like hiding away from people and waiting <laughs> for insurance to um, approve a medication, like approve my Humira. It was either like Humira or uh, Intivio that I was going to go on. So, but I ended up going on Humira. Yeah. And so it's just like a big whirlwind of just the emotions of the pandemic itself, the anxiety, the fear, and the uncertainty on top of the anxiety, the fear and uncertainty and the hardships of our disease that we deal with every day, regardless of, of a pandemic. So just both those combined, um, it's both been very hard on my mental health, if I'm being honest, but yeah, I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> yeah, uh, it looks like you are because I'm... Um... Like seeing all like the music like you put on like your account, it's 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 quite good because like it's it's good like um although it's a um awareness account for IBD, it's like putting stuff you do in your spare time as well, it kind of really helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you. I like putting music on there. Yeah, yeah. Because um, like I, I like music um. Uh, I, I don't write I'll sing music though um, I might I might um have a little sing song in my spare time <laughs> but that's about it <laughs> but um I yeah, do like it's so powerful I think it's hard like so, um, what, I think it's like hard to do like um like like, like things at home now yeah yeah, it can be very hard to be motivated. I've had my periods of time where I'm just like, I cannot do this right now. Yeah, yeah, it is a hard time, and like I think, like just raising awareness, it does. It just kind. Of, I think that helps your mental health, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. It yeah, it does. Like I have friends that tell me, "Oh my goodness, I'm learning so much," and I have friends who care and family, and they just want to learn and. I'm learning. I I'm learning too every single day. It's just such a beautiful thing to be able to grow and learn together. And IBD doesn't just affect the person that's dealing with it. IBD affects the patient and their family and their friends. It's like a almost like a family disease in a way. Even though like the patients are the ones dealing with it, but it affects everyone. It really, really does. Yeah. Watching my family go through this has been harder I just I don't like seeing them feel helpless and sometimes it's just it's really hard like they just want to you know yeah they want to take it from me but like at the same time I'm like I'm glad it's not you guys I'm, I really don't want you guys to have any with this but yeah. it's been hard watching the emotional toll on them as well yeah I definitely agree like I, I've had the same thing like my, my family said to me oh, like if, if I could like swap like me like my parents having it they said they'd rather have it than like see me go through all of the uh like like having it they're having Crohn's disease which uh I don't wish it upon anyone but yeah. um it's a it's, it's very hard to have isn't it yes yeah. very hard to have yeah yeah, and like 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 you, um, and I, I I actually have asthma as well. I've had it um because since I was quite young, and like um I I kind of I like I have like um it's a 
blue pump and a purple pump. Um, like, mm. like a, the blue pump is like if you're maybe got ill, and um, like the purple pump is just like I just normally take that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that, that, that's another thing put onto health as well, isn't it? Like having asthma. Yeah, so I, I'm sorry, did you say asthma? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was diagnosed with asthma at a very young age. I've never struggled with it to the extent that I've struggled with Crohn's. Like I've only, it only really affects me in the heat or if I'm dealing with a respiratory illness. Like I've been hospitalized for bronchitis um, quite a while back, but um, just with having asthma just anything respiratory always just likes to hit me a lot harder than (laughs) I guess someone without asthma so it's never been so I guess like I've technically had you know I've suffered from chronic illness for a very long time but I haven't struggled with asthma to the extent that I struggle with Crohn's so I just really felt like I now know what it's like to be in a chronically ill body every single day regardless of looking completely fine on the outside. Um, and there's moments that people can notice it on the outside, but I've definitely gotten a fair share of people that have been like, you look fine. Like you look so great and healthy. <laughs> on yeah. like some of my worst, worst days, worst moments. I think like you get that a lot, don't you? Like yeah, you look fine, but, uh, but you don't actually know what you, what do you look like when you have a chronic illness? Uh, you know, um, it's hard to tell. Yeah, like sometimes I just want to be like, you know, you can't see my test. <laughs> like, not like, you know, it's not like, it's not a disease that's like shown on my face or like, you know, on my skin. Like you can't see it. It's it's inside of me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very hard to see because um, like, like, like for me, I lost quite a lot of weight and like looking back, I can see how ill I was, but no one noticed it mm-hmm yeah yeah but uh, it's very hard to see uh, like going back to asthma actually um I, I i'm okay with my asthma now like but but when i was really undiagnosed a bit i think i had asthma attacks and stuff like that but um that, that, i don't really remember them because i was quite young but um mm-hmm. um but now like having a chronic illness um it's it's, it's different to having asthma but um it, it it's hard having both in a way yeah yeah absolutely yeah and uh, like how, how are you doing with your Crohn's now Anna I'm doing okay I it's kind of all over the place like I'll have really good days and then just really really bad days and yeah so I've been on Humira since August okay and I again like I have those moments I'm like oh my gosh like I don't even feel like I have the disease anymore and then you know every time I feel like I don't have the disease any- anymore, even though I still do. I just get little creeper symptoms like creep in and they're like, no, you're sick. <laughs> yeah. So I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I'm not at my greatest. Like I've been better, but I've also been worse. And like today I feel, I feel pretty good today. And I'm very thankful for that. It's just, you don't take the good days for granted and you just you soak in every single good moment that you have so I just I'm I'm really thankful for that active it's taught me on life and so yeah I think but yeah in terms of other aspects I just feel like 
I have no idea what to eat. <laughs> um, it just feels like I've, I've tried different diets and I'm going back to a nutritionist soon to kind of just try to find some more food triggers. Like I know like of certain foods, okay, I definitely cannot have that, but Everyone asks me all the time, like, what can you eat? What can you eat? And, like, what diet are you not? Good question. I feel like that changes every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, do, like, do, well, like, when you're eating things, do, do you find you just have to try new things and see, like, if you're, if you're okay with that? Yeah. I have to eat small meals. I actually like really have a hard time with eating and drinking at the same time. Like I might permanently permanently have to make the decision of eating a very small like snack sized meal and then waiting like a half hour to drink anything that might have to be how it looks from now on. I'm not sure yet. I'm going to talk to the nutritionist. I have the appointment in a few weeks and but yeah I cannot tolerate like normal sized meals anymore like if I do it's not gonna be good and so that definitely just like it's hard socially because so many things we do socially involves food and like I've never I've always been a very social extroverted person I never dealt with any kind of like social anxiety personally but with like being sick now I'm just like anxious to go to restaurants with people or eat in like a group setting and stuff and I've struggled with that for quite a while now and those are things that typically to me are fun and are stress relieving and now it causes stress sometimes and yeah. you know just a lot of a lot of things to adjust to a lot of changes and I'm hoping to get to a point where this kind of anxiety that I deal with subsides and then I won't have to be anxious like that but that's just how it is kind of right now so yeah I, I do think like having a chronic illness can make you very anxious about different things like just like just, just thinking about just going mm-hmm. to um uh, a restaurant with people where you, you can't eat anything um you might find someone on the menu you can eat but um but not a lot and then you're the, the hard thing yeah. will be um people questioning you about why can't you eat that yeah and then sometimes I've struggled with going to a restaurant and like not finding anything on the menu but I don't want to make a I don't want to make a big deal out of it like or I don't want to like sit there and not eat like I actually like have had waiters comment on like how little I eat at times and that's that's also a little awkward because I'm like um just just not very hungry um and like yeah I just I ate before something like that and you just kind of want to like fit in with the crowd and you don't want to admit that your life in this aspect is changing and you can't maybe do eat a normal meal size or you can't eat like gluten or dairy like a lot of sugar and stuff like that and it can be hard and you just want to like kind of fit in and so then you eat something that you know is going to trigger your IBD and then you just pay for it and it's not yeah. fun but yeah. you know and then some, sometimes people will be like oh well you ate that and it's just they just don't understand like how hard making those changes are and how hard it is to actually say look I can do this I can do that I can eat this I can eat that but I can't do this I can't eat that you know 
Yeah, it, it, like it, the thing—that's the thing with like chronic illness. It can change so fast. Like one minute you may um like uh, for through your journey, you might not be able to eat that, and then along like maybe a few years down the line, maybe you you you'll be okay with eating that certain thing. So it can just change like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. It can change. It's certain certain foods that I have that like sometimes I'll eat and I'll just feel awful, and then foods that I'll have and be like completely fine, and it, I can change in like days. Like it's just it's crazy. It's so unpredictable. And yeah. you know when people ask me what the hardest part is, there's a lot of hard parts, but yeah. just the unpredictability. Just you know you don't know if this food's gonna affect you fine this day or not. You don't know if you're gonna be able to go hiking like I haven't been hiking in so long because I just haven't every time I've I've only actually hiked really once since my diagnosis and I was like just such a mess the next day like I was in so much pain and I was so fatigued and I just could not do it and you know it's just unpredictability is just unreal yeah yeah like there's a lot of things that can affect you you can go from food to like um pain like counting on people which um it can be hard yeah yeah it's it's just it's so much more than what people think people think that oh you just have to change your diet or oh it's just like a bathroom disease and it's just it's so much more than that so much goes into it yeah uh, I definitely agree and like like, like it does, that comes up so that that comes up a lot like people saying it's a bathroom disease that um you, you just got um um like if you're in pain it's just like it's not that bad um like people some people don't realize yeah. how, how 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 bad it can affect you yeah and like those people are like oh just take a tum or take like a lactose intolerant kind of medicine and I'm like that's that's that was what I was doing I was taking so many tums like before I was diagnosed and they just were not working that's how I just knew that it was not just an upset stomach or I was not just dealing with some kind of food intolerance and so that's can be really hard to explain sometimes but I think what we have to remember is no matter how people react the fact that we're standing up for ourselves and the fact that we're talking about it is so important people just need to be aware and people just need to be educated on it and how to treat other people because you don't know like you can look at someone and you don't know what they're facing and you just you need to be kind and if someone's going through something you just need to validate them and even if you don't understand maybe admit that you don't understand but just say that I'm here for you and I want to learn and I want to be with you through this those are like the best like kinds of friends and best kind of support that I could ask for so oh, I definitely agree like just talking about it it does really help a lot and like it can take time to talk about it as well it, it doesn't sometimes everyone's different and they like um, sometimes you have no choice about certain situations where you have to talk about it yeah um, it's hard to talk about it's it's not a very it's not a pretty disease that's just yeah. The bottom line is it's not a pretty disease, not romantic. <laughs> no, 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 it's a, uh, it's it's not nice. But um, um, so I think sometimes you have to kind of have, have a laugh of it because if you don't have a laugh of it, um, it, it's gonna be pretty um, um, you don't want to feel bad about yourself by having it. Oh, absolutely. I 
I do definitely cope with looking at some good memes and like I have a, I have a little Pinterest board and I, you know, and like you have like, like, like we've talked about the Instagram community that we have because we just kind of, we understand those, we can share those memes that are funny to us, but no one really understands because yeah. they don't understand why it's funny. Like, why are you laughing about your disease? But we just understand yeah. how hard it is that we just want to laugh about it sometimes or like just those small wins that we have. Like if we were able to tolerate a certain food or if we were able to do something that we didn't think that we could do, or if we had a conversation that went better than we thought that it would, or didn't go well, but we, you know, decided to speak up just those little wins that we have that Mm -hmm. we can celebrate with each other. Like, of course you can share those wins with everyone, but I think when you have that community, we just get it, you know, you get yeah. why such a something little. It was just like, oh my god, the huge win. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think uh, what's quite funny, like when you when you hear about Crohn's disease, you kind of it's hard. It's a hard word, to, hard word to spell, isn't it? It's quite funny where, um, like, um, I think there was a meme I saw where, like, saying how do you spell Crohn's disease? And, oh uh, my god. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, uh, it's like when people. Yeah. Yeah, when people mess up like your and your, like you know how people will misspell your and <laughs> yeah, it's like I have that same like it makes me uncomfortable when I see the misspelling or like the misuse of it. Um, and it's kind of like the same way like when people spell Crohn's like C H, but I have to like I try to be very spelled like okay, not everyone's gonna understand how to spell it right off the bat, but sometimes I see that and I'm like oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is quite funny. Like I, yeah. think, I think at the start, um, I spell it wrong, um, but um, I think we all do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I feel like um, like um, like like, like at, at the start, um, when I was diagnosed, I kind of felt like uh, like like um, that there's no one else that had it. But and then then you learn there's lots of people out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, again, I can't say this enough. Making that account has just been such a game changer because like I had so much support at school, like all my professors and my, cause I was at school when I, you know, started getting really sick with my friend, like I was with my friends and I had my family, but there was just no one else around me that I, that was dealing with sickness like this. I just felt like I was the only one sick and missing out whether it was a social event or um being with friends or going to class like I missed a lot of class especially in that year where we didn't know what was going on like I missed so much class and even though everyone was so supportive and I'm so grateful for that I just kind of felt like I was the only one going through what I was going through and I was like so when I was diagnosed at 21 I was like oh my gosh I feel like all these people that are diagnosed are either older, older, or like kids. And I'm like, um, but then I learned very quickly that actually most of the people that I have met on Instagram were diagnosed at around 2021. Um, like everyone's different, but I've met so many people that have, that were diagnosed at my age. And that just really helped, (laughs) helped a lot, especially in that like college. Like it's so hard to get a diagnosis like that when you're going into your senior year of college. Um, Because there was a lot of questioning about if I was going to go back or not, if I was going to actually finish and do my senior year. So 
Yeah, I, I, I do feel like um, it is like although there's lots of people out there have Crohn's at different ages, but I feel like if, if you speak to someone that is more your age, it, it does help quite a lot. It does, yeah. Because I think if you're a kid being diagnosed with it, which I can't even like begin to imagine, there's a huge difference. You're just in a completely different stage of your life versus being a senior in college or being maybe in like your thirties and you're like a first time mom or dad and you're just getting like completely different stages of life make a huge impact on the way that it affects you. Yeah. Because I like, I've been to meetings before, like, um, like we can go to these different meetups to meet other people who have Crohn's. But one time I went with a lot of people that were much older than me. And I thought, um, that, that this isn't for me because I, I would like to meet people more my age. And then through creating my, um, Instagram account for like Crohn's and IBD, I, like you do meet all these wonderful people out there. Like you can just message someone that's, um, similar age than you, which, um, which is brilliant. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, you just type Crohn's in the search bar, don't you? And then, whoop, lo- lo- loads of people come up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's uh, um, one of the best platforms, Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many, like, thank, I'm so thankful for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. And there's, like, the Girls with Guts as well. There's just so many great resources. I think we've come such a long way and I think we're just going to continue making more progress with awareness for it and just providing those yeah. resources we need that we need to have the resources of community we need to have mental health resources and just different options in terms of like food or medication just having that information online and just how the heck to manage this crazy disease is just so helpful and I definitely like with my life I want to I know that this is a really big part of my life now and I really feel like it's part of my mission to help contribute to that help contribute to those resources so I'm like I'm really excited about it like it's something that has become a really big passion of mine so yeah, I feel it is really important just to like um, it, it. Although it helps quite a lot of people, like sharing your own journey, but I think it just keeps you like occupied, doesn't it? Um, just sharing yeah. your own story. Yeah, and I'm just—I've always been someone that just—I love talking. Like talking's always been very helpful for me. So I love like sharing my own journey with people, and I think like people can relate to it. And it's so cool because we all have similarities in our journeys but also a lot of differences but I think it's also important to take the journey and to you know bring as much good as we possibly can you know and part of that good is providing resources that others may need to get through this yeah and like I I always think it's like a hobby now isn't it like it's just yeah absolutely I know and it's just like I kind of tell people I feel like I'm really interested in like illnesses now and I'm like (laughs) it's weird like why am I like so interested in this so it's just crazy how something so awful can turn into something you can take that circumstance and you can bring so much good out of it and that's just the message that I want to use my platform and my music and writing and just like everything yeah. like yeah. that's what I 
That's mm. what I want to advocate yeah. for. And I, I like with your music, music, Anna. Do you like? Do you write about like your journey as well, like your your crimes? Yeah. So I started. I wrote my very first song when I was fifteen. I when I was in high school, I did. So I started struggling with my mental health when I was around twelve years old in middle school. But once I got to high school, I definitely started. I kept it inside a lot. I was not very good at talking about deep emotional things in high school. So. Once I was around like 15, 16, I started kind of talking about, hey, I kind of like, you know, I'm dealing with this and, you know, I might need to look into therapy or medication and that kind of thing. And so when I was 15, I started journaling. I love journaling. I love writing. And it's so helpful. And I just, I recommend it to anyone and everyone. Um it may not work for everyone. It may not be like your cup of tea, but for me, that's just definitely something that's always been so helpful. And I was just kind of journaling one day and I kind of started humming to what I was journaling and I just kind of made a song out of it. And then when I turned 16, I got my very first guitar. I still have that guitar and I still play it. And um, I started writing ever since. And then, yeah, once I got once I got sick, I just started writing about my emotions and it just really helped me. Music has just always been there for me. There's been times where I pushed it away because I'm like, no, I'm not worthy of doing this. Like I've kind of dealt with a lot of self-doubt. So there's times where I've pushed it away, but it's whenever I've been ready to come back, it's just always been there. And it's just like my safe space. And it's just nice to be able to share that with people. Like I want to share it with people, but there's also times where I can just be in my own little space with it and so it's just been such a blessing so that's how I got into writing I do write my own songs and I have goals and plans to release music and to share them with everyone but I think I definitely want to make sure it it these songs are heard by the IBD community and the chronic illness community um because that's right that's where a lot of my writing is coming from these days yeah I think I think that's it, awesome what you're doing, and like like um, it's good that you're you're already planning to make like your own songs as well, like um, like album, like uh, yeah, yeah, it sounds that's, uh, that's a dream, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like um, I think if anything you put your mind to it, you'll you'll get there. Thank you. I, think. I appreciate that. Yeah, because um, like it, like um, I do feel like music is a, a very strong. Um, thing just especially in this pandemic as well yes absolutely yeah yeah because uh we're all locked in aren't we uh like with a chronic illness more so and uh mm-hmm. it's like it's harder for us um like um, yeah. yeah yeah like we said earlier chronic illness life is already so difficult and so can be so isolating and unknown whether there's a pandemic going on or not and yeah. i think that's something that's we have the opportunity to teach people during this time. Yeah. But now, yeah, like we said earlier, just putting the pandemic, like putting the two together, just not a good combination. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, for some people, it's not changed, has it? Um, right with the pandemic. Yeah. I think in, yeah, and definitely in some ways with the chronic illness, there hasn't been a lot of change because some people are in situations where, they can't work or um, they can't leave the house. And um, 
So yeah, it's, it's affected everyone in and different ways. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's quite hard, and I do think that um, like like we said, like because now it's awareness week, isn't it? Uh, like for Crohn's and uh, IBD. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited about it being Crohn's and Colitis Awareness Week. I love how it's the beginning of December, um, yeah. just like kind of getting into Christmas season. Because I think this is a really good timing for it too. Because yeah. um, the holidays can be really difficult, and I think especially with this year, the holidays are really hard. And I think there's a lot of heavy emotions going on right now. So I think it's a great time for it's always a great time for Crohn's and Colitis Awareness. But I like how our little week is at the beginning of December, right in between like Thanksgiving and Christmas. So yeah, really good timing. I'm excited about it. Yeah, um, like, like um, it's always good. I think although like people were raised awareness all the time for like Crohn's disease, but uh, it's it's more so it's more exciting when there's actually like a date where you can plan things. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm so excited for events to like come back like take steps and like I know when you've done a lot of stuff virtually and just like honestly thank god for technology but I think just the day that I can fly out and meet some of my friends that I've met online and we can go to a walk together or we can just do or the day that I can do like a concert benefiting the foundation or something like that just you know um just when you have like an event it's just so it's so yeah i i i i hope i i do hope next year is a much better year maybe we can like see people like maybe see our friends and be like much safer yeah i i really hope so too <laughs> yeah yeah because uh, i think that's one of the things that's kind of like because i'm used to my own company at home um uh, but I think that's one of the things that probably has affected me the most, not being able to see people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, especially, um, I don't know if you're more extroverted or intro- introverted, but yeah. when you're an extrovert, oh my gosh, it's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to see people. You just want to give hugs. And like, I'm a huge hugger. And you just, I love traveling. And it's just been very you know yeah it's weird like I, I don't mind wearing a mask but it's more of like the social distancing that's just so hard and so awkward so I just want to go like hug people and I just want to like travel with people and I just want to do things and like not have to worry about a deadly virus going around you know it'll just be yeah. so nice once they're normal or at least like it's gonna be a while I know it's it's, uh, it's gonna take a while but yeah. I know that this will pass and we've already gotten through this has been going on since march and we've made it to december so just to encourage anyone listening to this that's just really feeling the heavy weight um of the pandemic just remember that this has been going on since march and that we've made it to december and that we're going to get through this yeah i definitely agree when it's gonna end it's you know, that's just kind of how life is. Life is really uncertain. We don't know what the next day is going to look like, but but we do know is that we will get through it. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And like, um, we don't know how long, much longer this will last. There's like talks of vaccines, isn't there? And and hopefully they work. And like, it probably take time to get one. And it's going to be a bit. Yeah. Uh, it'd be um. Hopefully this time next year, um, it will be okay. Like. Uh, yes, I'm hoping that like even if 2021 starts off rocky. Yeah. Like hopefully we'll get to end it on a happier note than 2020 is <laughs> ending. Yeah. Um, even though I want to do my very best to end 2020 on a high note, I on the best that possibly can. But yeah. I, I just, yeah, I'm just hoping that even if next year starts off rocky, that we can at least be in a better place to end 2021. So that's my little like hope and prayer for next yeah. year. Yeah, so. and I think I think we're we're kind of put to like. We go past 2020 just pretending that it never happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I like made a tweet like a while back that I was like, uh, "Yeah, I'll take a refund." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, like uh, we're, we're just pretend that 2020 hasn't been a year. We just go to 2019, then let's get to 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, but um, like, like actually going back to Himera, um, Anna, because um, like um, how, how are you doing on like Himera? Because you said you've been on it since August. Yeah. So again, like I've had, I have seen improvements. I have had days where I see like really big improvements, and then days where I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, do your job, Himera. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to give myself time and patience because. Um, for some people I've heard it's taken a really long time for it to fully kick in and then they're like in remission and then they um, have very few like flare-ups and very like they have better control on their disease so kind of like what I said I don't think I'm doing terrible like I'm not at my worst but I'm not at my best so I just want to continue giving this some more time um the original plan was to go. So my doctor likes Intivio better. She wanted me to go on Intivio, but my insurance wanted me to try Humira first. So that's why I'm on Humira. And I, I really like the convenience of it more than Intivio. I like being able to just kind of like give myself a 30 second injection and it's really not like that bad. Um, I had some anxiety about it at first, but yeah. Like when I was first like actually doing it, like when I was waiting for it, I was like, I don't care. I just want to get this medication already. Like, come on. But then when I was like actually giving myself the injection the first time, I was like, oh, gosh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving myself an injection. And then like once I did it, I just felt like so proud of myself. I was like, wow, I could totally be like a nurse or something. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, I... I feel like giving myself injections now is actually like giving me a new strength. Like I feel like every time I sit down and give myself the injections, I just, I'm reminded of my strength and my perseverance and that I'm taking on a very difficult life-changing disease and that I deserve to give myself credit for overcoming what I've been through and what I continue to go through. No, definitely. And like, um, like, like with it, it's, um, like, are you okay with needles, um, Anna? Like, 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 like the fill, the of them. When I was little, <laughs> I did horrible with flu shots and needles. Like, I would scream, and 
I would have to have a doctor and like three nurses call me down and my mom would have to like, I'd have to like sit in her lap and I did horrible with them growing up but eventually as I got older I like started getting like piercing like ear piercings and stuff like that so I started becoming better and like obviously like I can do flu shots like once I got to like middle high school I was like okay I'm good with flu shots so yeah I've grown up and like now especially like with my journey I've been poked with needles so many times to get blood work or have IVs in me and yeah so it was just kind of like I'm like cool whatever another needle (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, I know what you mean a long way with needles for sure I know um little five-year-old Anna I think five-year-old Anna would be proud of me with how I've come how far I've come with needles so (laughs) yeah yeah um because I've actually been on Homera a lot just about a year now and um okay I think it's it's done really well like um there might be a few um accidents uh like with it going everywhere a couple of times but I think it's been good because um it's um it's it's easier than going to a hospital to go for like maybe infusion or something yeah have you been on any other is Humira your first biologic or Um, I I was actually on a drug called infliximab where I'd go into um, the hospital have my infusions each week I was on that about a year as well um but uh, on the last infusion on the ninth one actually there was a bad reaction um where where I am because my, my my dad comes with me it came with me every um every time because it gets a bit boring um just yeah in there. yeah I I could imagine I feel like with an infusion you'd have to you'd want to bring like a book or like yeah. you're ready to FaceTime someone or something because yeah. 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 especially I know like Remicade like takes um I don't know how many hours it takes but I I can just imagine like sitting there and being like oh my gosh what am I going to do with my life (laughs) but I'm really glad to hear that Humera is working well for you yeah because like 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 just sitting there I I brought a tablet to watch movies on but I never did it because I I just wanted to get out of out of there (laughs) I was on my phone just scrolling on that the entire time and then like when you go to the toilet you're attached aren't you like it's like you're on um like, like you're attached and it's hard you have to ask if you need a toilet and it kind of makes you go toilet more just sitting down, like thinking about well, 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 when's it going to uh, finish? <laughs> so yeah, it yeah. But when I did have reaction, reaction, like my dad went out for a few minutes um, because uh, he wanted some fresh air. And then um, like, there's quite a lot of nurses in the room. And then all of a sudden I felt this was like 15 minutes into the infusion because you mm-hmm. have like, um, like a, a drug in there that makes you a little bit sleepy to start with. So they put yeah. that in. And during the first 15 minutes, um, one of the nurses comes over and says, am I all right? Um, and I say yes to start with because I thought everyone was fine. And then a couple of seconds later, I felt all hot and I was thinking, what's going on? And it's like I'm in a sauna or something. And then um, I say, no, I'm not all right. Um, and then at that time, I still, I still thought nothing was up. And then I felt really hot everywhere. Like um, I felt like, like the cannula was going to burst or something. And then um, I said, no, I'm not all right. And then then another couple of seconds later, I was struggling to breathe. I needed oxygen, so um, I needed. Oh I, I had an oxygen tank, and then um, uh, I, I, and then they kind of halt. They paused the infusion because it goes faster each time. I went, and then uh, the consultant rang up to see if I was going to continue that infusion. And I did. A, I did continue it, but um, you did? oh my yeah. goodness! 
Yeah, I, I was thinking the same. Like, uh, I think, what, what am I? I've just had a reaction to it. I would have thought I'd continue with it. But what they did is uh, they put it on a very slow rate, um, the infusion. So I did do it, but very slowly. And then, uh, like, a couple of days after that, I was due to see my consultant. And he said, um, we'll put you on Himera, which I've been on uh, just a year now. So, uh, and that's working really good. Well, I'm sorry that you had that reaction. And I'm, I'm glad you're okay. And that... <laughs> Um, I'm glad that I'm very glad you're not on that medicine anymore and that you're good and um, that Humira has been working well for you. Yeah, I think I think it, 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 it is a good medication because it doesn't work for everyone. Um, it's a, it, like, um, I think that's kind of what put me in remission. Um, yeah, that's so that's so great. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I haven't I've been I think what I was nervous about was with the biologic. I was like, oh, my gosh, how the heck am I going to tolerate this? But yeah. I, you know, I get little rashes on my thighs and everything else is great, you know, so like yeah. I've tolerated it so well and I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, I definitely agree. And like with it, it is, uh, it's hard being on these like medications because they, they do like dampen your immune system quite a lot, don't they? And um, yeah, yeah, that's just, that's just, that's the scary part. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that we have to be, yeah, we have to be careful with any kind of infection virus. We got to be careful because we do have um, a weakened immune system and yeah. So yeah. It, it's, it was, it was definitely nerve wracking going on the medication during the pandemic, but it was a great decision. I, I'm very happy about it and hopefully I'll continue Hopefully, I, I'm hoping that, you know, continuing to make more progress as time goes on. But yeah, 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 yeah because um, like 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 um, like Himera is like one of the medications because there's two types, isn't there? There's um, like that that, that that there's a newer one where it doesn't really hurt as much, and there's one that kind of seems like a, a wasting. Um, I think there's two yeah, things. yeah, because yeah, um. I'm actually on the one that it's like it looks like an EpiPen, um, where you just put it into your thigh. Um, yeah, that's the one I'm on too. Because uh, I was quite glad they that came out because um, uh, I wouldn't want to be on the, the other one <laughs> that stung really bad. Yeah, I think part of it is like the fact that we don't see the needle is helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. helpful. You yeah. feel it, but I mean, I've had injections where I have not felt a thing. And injections where I'm like, ow! Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like it's like a hit or miss. Like either it's like, it's like, oh, okay, that's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my gosh, ow! But you know, yeah. the pain is very, very short. Yeah, I think it and kind of kind of varies. Thankful. I think it kind of yeah, varies. Definitely. Like, I don't know how to. Just like Crohn's, you don't know how it's predicted every day. Just kind of the same way with injections. You don't know if it's going to sting or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because cause you can either put an injection in your stomach or fire, but I, I kind of put it in my fire because it's a bit easier than your stomach, I feel. Yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't tried my stomach. I don't, I think I'm going to stick with my thighs. <laughs> maybe uh, that'll, maybe yeah. I'll try my stomach at some point, but I'm, I've been pretty good with my thighs. Yeah, So I, I, I have done it in my stomach before like um when, but when I started it my nurse did it in the stomach because it was easier but um but I think the fire uh, even though you might get um 
some blood sometimes if, yeah. if, if they're okay yeah yeah but um i i think just being on like Himera, it is it, it kind of like like actually beforehand on the Flixmap, i'll say i was in fusion i i i was in sales in remission up to that um um reaction and then i was thinking what's happening here is it like um the antibodies and fighting against the drug what made that caused that um mm-hmm. you just uh you don't really know yeah yeah and yeah it's a it's a it's a battle isn't it Crohn's disease it absolutely is yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah. and and just like on i'm actually on um or the different sorts of medications i'm on i've been on azathioprine ever since i was diagnosed um I take um, vitamin D. Um, oh, the five ASAs. Yeah, like, like vitamin D, kind of helping your. I think it helps your fatigue a little bit because I get quite a lot of fatigue. Yeah, I was on a form of mesalamine, um first when I was first diagnosed, and I definitely it didn't like it didn't take my symptoms away, but it was more manageable than. Before, when I was like, diagnosed and wasn't on anything, and I feel like it got me through. It got me through, yeah. but I can't say I was like thriving. Um, so I just hope that, yeah, I think we all just want to get to a place where we're thriving, but we also have to understand that, you know, this disease we can be doing all the things we can be, which where this is where it gets so exhausting. We can be trying out so much. Yeah. Um, but it just has a complete mind of its own and, and you just have to evolve. It's so easy to blame. Like I've blamed myself so many times for it, but it's not your fault. Like it's an unpredictable disease. It has its whole mind of its own and you just have to give yourself grace and you have to just give yourself so much credit for fighting through it every single day. Like it's, you can't shut it off. It's there it, every single day. There's, we don't have a cure for it yet. Yes, you can go into remission, but I think even when you're in remission, I mean, I haven't personally, like, I felt like I was in remission at the beginning of the year, but I was not, like, confirmed being in remission. Um, I feel like no matter what stage you're in, it's still a battle. And that's, like, you know. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree. And, like, like, we've been on Flixmail. I was, in, I was in remission a little bit. And then... uh kind of helped with that halt with that when I had that reaction and then from now I say I'm on remission again which is I'm so I'm so happy to hear that yeah and I'm happy you're, you're doing as well Anna and because um it, especially like we don't want to be going to hospitals uh, with a pandemic do we so it's yeah. good we're in a good place yeah I'm very thankful for that that you know I've I've seen people that have had to be hospitalized right now and I just I can't imagine so yeah yeah and like um it's quite sad to like because like in hospitals like you see like um like um like like they might treat like the older people more than maybe people like us because they feel that like even though you've got a chronic illness they might feel that you're gonna fight that off more because um you're not as old as other people yeah 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 which is uh quite sad but um Mm. I'm I'm actually on um B12 um uh, tablets which I was on injections which um which I, I had to stop because uh um because of the pandemic but 
that mm-hmm. they're supposed to help like my fatigue as well but um I feel like fatigue is a quite a, a big symptom with a chronic illness as well fatigue is probably like if there's a constant thing that's like always there it's yeah. fatigue it's just oh it's awful <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, I think it is awful uh, like I think that's way up there between the worst one like symptom and uh, stress Mm-hmm. the stress fatigue um yeah even if we're just and yeah not even talking gi symptoms gi symptoms are awful and they're a whole other mess but fatigue is just oof, it's unreal <laughs> yeah i definitely agree and yeah so i, I think I, well, it's been really nice talking to you anna because um like hearing your journey it's been a really nice chat thank you so much for having me it's been yeah. great talking with you yeah, so, um, and, and I just want to ask thing, Anna, because I, um, I ask this to everybody, um, and I just want to hear, like, like, what you say, like, um, like, if you get, like, between, like, like, from your journey so far, is there, like, um, any advice that you give to people, other people, like, having Crohn's disease? Yeah, I just want to, I just want to say, like, just know that there are people out there who care and that love you and that want to be there for you and that you have like get plugged into a community of people who understand and just know that you don't have to go through it alone and just know that your true your community and your true supporters will be there for you every step of the way and if people who may may have thought are supporters and they're not just like know that there are people that will stick by you and that they are so privileged to have you in their life to look up to and to be inspired by and to learn from so just know that you're not alone you don't have to go through it alone and that there will be you're not going through this for nothing you will see good there will be good that comes out of it yeah, I definitely agree, Anna, and that's some awesome advice because I do feel like um, at the start you do feel alone, don't you? And like through your journey, you, you kind of get uh, like meet all these new people, and you kind of realize that you're not alone. Yeah, you never. Yeah, and you never have to go through it alone. Like I think, like sometimes everyone deals with it differently, and sometimes like if you don't want to put it out on the internet, like that's totally okay. But yeah. just at least have a friend, a parent. Um, go to counseling like just have someone to talk to and yeah I mean like therapy and counseling are just amazing like taking care of your mental health is absolutely crucial yeah with anything but if we're talking with IBD a mental health treatment plan is so crucial so so crucial just as crucial as your physical health treatment plan so yeah, I definitely agree, and I I I look forward to seeing like all the awareness you bring this week, uh, like as it's awareness week, Anna. Like, are you? Thank you, yeah. thank you so much. I have some. I'm yeah. trying to. I'm still thinking about what I'm gonna post, but I have some good ideas. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do my very best post every day, and yeah. 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 So, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and uh, you might put a little song on as well. <laughs> yeah yeah maybe yeah. keep your eyes out <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if i thank you uh for today i know it's been a really nice chat and have a nice rest of the day hey thank you so much you too okay. thank you